So I tell you about the kid I work with and his uh, Bonnaroo experience. Oh, God. I thought it'd be good. All I'll say is he's collectively known at work as being cheap. So he finds some girl that has an extra Bonnaroo pass for the weekend. Okay. She so he didn't have to pay for it. And she offers to give it to him. Of course, he's, he's going to quasi, you know, date her or do whatever <laughs> through the weekend to get this free ticket. So it turns out that one of the nights they're out there, you know, they're all camping down in the tent or whatever. I guess her friends. I've never been out there, but I can imagine it's just people all over and hot and humid and nasty. It is. Mm-hmm. I've been. Well, he decides it's uncomfortable. So he then decides it's a really good idea to very quietly, or possibly you could say sneakily, get up, find her car keys, go get in her car, crank it, and sleep in it with the AC running. <laughs> Even better, when asked, well, did you tell the girl you were going to do it? He has this look, and then finally reluctantly admits, I thought about asking her, but I was just afraid she'd say, yeah, she wanted to come with me. <laughs> <laughs> My name is John Edwards, and with me is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Say hello to the folks, Zeke Baker. Couldn't say that quick enough. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Slow it down a little bit for you there, but It's like the tortoise in the hair. It's a big night. We have two... Well, one of us has hair. Yeah, you do. I don't. You don't have any mustache hair anymore. It's still... You are like... A million times better looking without a mustache. I have to tell you that. Like, I look over at your face. You actually look like a nice guy. Is that why you told me to sit closer to the table tonight? Yeah. I wanted to look into your eyes. Jesus. But you actually look like a nice, sweet boy without, like... A nice, a nice boy. You look... I'm 37, John. Okay, hold on. You look like a nice, sweet young man. Without that mustache. Strapping's the word I like. Strapping? Yep. Yeah. You look like, you know, Ma's sitting there going like, come here closer, Zeke. You look so good. You, you, I can actually see your face and your lip. Well, I'm, I'm glad your, your visual uh, pleasures are enhanced, I guess. Well, I just don't know how Amy would bring you around her parents with that mustache. Like, it's like, you're like the guy you wouldn't want to take home to mom and dad. And now... No I mean, mustache. I grew my hair Zeke. for two years after the first kid. I think a mustache is actually toning it down. So no, I like the man bun better than the mustache. I mean, at least you can kind of tuck that in in a ponytail or something. Well, I think and you should you attempt. Could say, you should attempt a beard bun. Eh, maybe I, I had it really long. I got in trouble, but I think those beads like David Allen Coe. I think you could do when you had the the pony. You could at least say, "I'm growing this out for locks of love." It was some other organization. I forget what it's called. But Whatever it was, but Locks you could say it's for money. the kids, you know, it's for the children. Of course. Anyways, long story short, it's a very big night because we have two amazing guests. I was recently a guest on their show, and it's only right that we return the favor. And it is the folks from Blue Collar Bourbon, JP and D-Rock. And we're going to get into the fact that you use pseudonyms here in a minute. Say hello to the folks. It's good to have you here. Hey, folks. Hello, hello. Thanks for having us, guys. This is awesome. Yeah, so why are you too chicken to use your real name? Is it because your you're worried fans are going to be showing up at the studio? <coughs> no. I mean, that's I'm part of kidding. it. Yeah, thank you. That's part of it. No, but what we uh, what we do for day jobs... 
<laughs> How do you explain this without uh, explaining it? We wanted yeah, to protect what we do for SD. The way we really get paid, some of those people might not be as happy with what we do. Yeah. On yeah. our nighttime gig. How do you pick your names? And and I know that. I understand that. I was just well, giving you hell. But the problem is if I tell you how I pick my name, you know my name. I know, but like, why didn't you think of like Stormy Daniels? There's like Well, I didn't want to go full on porn yeah, star with yeah. it. No, we're not that good. They asked Clearly me when we see where John spends his free time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so or not Stormy Daniel. Um, sorry. There's uh, what's the guy? Stormy Warren. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, sorry. Okay. That's so, co- two completely yeah. different no, stories. No, there's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why did, Those are very different I, storms. Why did I say Stormy Daniel? Yeah, no, one of them has an E and one has a Y in the name. <laughs> so you, I can see where you get thrown off there, John. The, Zeke's productive Psych. after nine thirty. <laughs> I, I go downhill. Yeah, <laughs> but it it's. When I did radio, they asked me with a name like John Edwards, you should have actually like taken a radio name. And I was like, I don't know why. I just, my name's fine. You should have yeah. got super creative and then tried to like spell something else with all the letters in your name, like, you know, Jim Morrison and Mojo Rising. What I like about it is with John Edwards, there's 6,000 John Edwardses in the US. So it, I, I will it tell you this. Unless you blend in a little more. Our pseudonyms go along with our names. Yes. I, I figured that much. I'm, I'm, and I'm that I'll even go. I'll even go one step further. Me and you have the same first name. I know. <laughs> we are Facebook You friends. know that. We are <laughs> Facebook And you don't even have friends. to disguise it. Like you said, there's quasi a million Johns. It's, now, Zeke, uh, I would be SOL. And to be fair, it's pretty much known now. We just stuck with it. What I like is when people go that are in like the Facebook boards mm-hmm. and they go to Zeke and they go, are you the Zeke on Dad's Rig and Bourbon? <laughs> How many Zeke's do you know? And like, how many Zeke Bakers do <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, it, I've never met another one. Of any yeah, bourbon right. board or group I'm in, I'm the only Zeke. I mean, it, maybe there's some other one hiding out somewhere and the people get confused. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> there's something I have to bring up here in a minute. But you guys, tell us a little bit about Blue Collar Bourbon. I know I could tell having been on the show, but I'd much rather you tell the folks about your show and what it is you all do. We're just three dudes. We liked whiskey, liked bourbon, but we knew there were other guys out there that didn't know how to get into whiskey and bourbon, didn't know where to start. Uh, didn't want to start obviously with the super, super expensive stuff, nor probably should you. Um, so we just decided let's do a show where we take everything under 50 bucks and blind taste test it because being that our <clears throat> a lot of our day jobs are marketing, we know how much a label plays into biased. So we said, let's blind everything and let's keep it all under 50 bucks. So that's what we do. We take two two whiskeys a week and we blind taste test them. Those have to be under 50 bucks. And then we always do a little segment at the end that includes something out of the well, price out, range. Yeah, <laughs> it's out of that range. And that's one of the fun things that we talked about when I was on your show is that you know, we have very, very similar philosophies. Yeah. We don't want the... The label to kind of show any bias. And and one of the things that we were talking about is Zeke and I have been doing the blinds for so long that if we do something with a label, everybody knows yep. by now that we're we're going to be honest either way. And uh, hopefully we've at least earned that credibility with the folks. But I love your show. I also felt like I was going in from a third world country to a first world country <laughs> when I went to like... So for you guys listening... We kind of have a makeshift studio. I have some equipment and it's have equipment, we'll travel, we'll set up anywhere. Mm-hmm. These guys have a studio and a producer. 
The, Zeke, they have a producer. I forget what the heck his name is. I Mead, feel man. Mead Man. Mead Man. Mead Sorry. Man. I knew I would remember it as soon as you told me. Mead Man. He doesn't and drink whiskey. He drinks mead. So. He drinks mead. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Especially all, for a consistent pour. I feel like it's one of those... He, I mean, claims I mean, he claims he's not consistently boring me, but I think he he's is. always talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I'm in a mood once a week or month kind of thing, and you even have a pour or two, and after that, you're just. Like, I had never had it until he poured it for us. Yeah. And I'm not a fan. So. I've had it once that I can remember an employee got brought some back from mm. Texas. It wasn't yeah. bad. Does he make his own mead? No. He probably would. Well, yeah, he, yeah, I think he would be. He might have. He might have attempted it in the past, but he doesn't yeah. make it. Does now. he ever go to any Renaissance festivals? I I would. I, have I would to not imagine doubt that at he's all. at Renaissance. Yeah. Festivals. Yes. yes. I said Renaissance to be funny. If anyone ever watched How I Met Your Mother, I he never says got into the that Renaissance show. Fair. But uh, Meadman Zeke, this, this producer, because they're living in the lap of luxury, this producer just gets crap. From all the people on the the live stream, there's one guy on the live stream who decided to pick on poor Meadman. And is every, it a cowboy character? No, okay. he's not our same guy. It's not. Uh, it's not <laughs> Bourbon Cowboy. But there is a a guy who what's it? Ben. 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 Ben just gives Meadman hell. Yep. I feel bad. All Meadman just sits there quietly and like does his job. He knows he's got a character, he's got a role to play, yeah. and he knows it's just part of the game. Well, he is your Baba Booey. Yeah. Yes. You know? That's him. But, and that's what the producer plays. The yep. producer gets all the hell from the <laughs> listeners and from the hosts in the studio. But a big fan of what you guys are doing, a big fan of the philosophy of trying things blind and, and love that you guys are out there. And we say this over and over just that you know, rising tides, uh, rise all ships. And, and mm-hmm. we love when good things are happening for podcasts in Nashville. And, and it just kind of shows all the good stuff. I mean, we have like four or five podcasts here in Nashville yeah. that are whiskey related. And it kind of shows how, uh, how crazy middle Tennessee is for whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just encourage if you guys listen to us, go ahead and check out blue collar bourbon they are on all of your favorite podcast providers, just like we are, and we will allow them to say where they are at the end. But before we get into what we're drinking, I got you guys might find this really funny. Okay. The folks over at Barrels and Brews were up at Wild Turkey today picking some more Russell's Reserve barrels, and then uh, they got a text from the guy who was hanging out at their store. And I don't know if you guys he was saw running the store. I mean, not just like ordering. No, he wasn't. He was he was working at the mm-hmm. store. And I don't know if you guys saw our Father's Day pick that we did with barrels yeah. and brews. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a certain chicken restaurant mm-hmm. might have called up barrels and brews and politely gave them a cease and desist from using the sticker in ongoing things oh. moving forward. So. <laughs> I could have told you that was coming. Yeah. I feel bad because it was Zeke and I that made the sticker. And I have to say that was a very, very good idea that Zeke had that I just kind of added to here and there by saying, what if we move the sign a little bit this way or move the buffalo this way? It was Zeke's big brainchild. And it was a hell of an idea, and my hat's off to you, Zeke, for this one. It hey, <laughs> I gave my, I told everybody, I was, everybody I talked to today, I was like, man, happiest I've been in maybe a month. Like, <laughs> yeah, we can't ever use it again, but at the same time, I kind of thought that might happen if we did it just, you know, enough and enough people got their hands on them. Yeah. 
And I was thinking, I was like, Zeke, so you're telling me I can't go on Instagram today and say, attention, if you post this picture, you might get in trouble. But but definitely don't post this picture after I post it one last time today. Never post it again. Well, the, but, pic- the picture's still past tense. Sorry, done. We just can't have anything else done. Yeah, we can't do anything new. Nope. I still need some more of those just to put on like a cooler. You still have some extra of the sticker, right? <laughs> I played the fifth, son. Mm-hmm. No. That's a smart move. Allegedly. Yeah. This guy. Legend has it. Huh. There Sounds are... like high bus. <laughs> Meet Zeke. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if I want to put one on my cooler. He's looking we for have a fall like guy. A couple, you know, fifth. I was testing you. You passed. Congratulations. I mean, I will say of any of the various times in the past I've been involved with anything legal, you know, the normal response is, you know, the bottom end kind of puckers up a little bit and the blood pressure may raise a little bit. This, I just kind of got a nice little shooting grin and passed myself on the back. Like, ha, ha, good job there, boy. Got their attention. <laughs> yeah. Zeke was like, one, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're rambling. Should we drink some whiskey here? Let's drink Let's some drink. I mean, I have been the whole thirsty. time. I don't know what I mean, I have been too. They thankfully brought this Rebel Yell 100. And JP, I, I, I do have to say this is pretty good for 18 bucks. I'm sure we'll go into more depth on it for right now, but I just say for 18 bucks, it's good. It's a price performer for sure. Definitely. Zeke, your thought? You're not normally a Rebel Yell fan, so. Yeah, I, I said I didn't like the either, either one of the single barrel releases, but that's good. 18 bucks, that's a good throwback pour. And I mean, honestly, most nights I get one to two decent to good pours in. After that, I know the amount of time I have for pours versus other things. And, mm-hmm. Let's just get down to business and start throwing a few back. <laughs> been a long day by the time 9, 30, 10 o'clock rolls around. So this is, a, this is a third or fourth pour of the night for you then? Oh, yeah. Post run, get back in, maybe enjoy something. Then, all right, I got 42 things to do now that everybody in the house is asleep, and I need something to idle me down a little bit. I totally get that. But anyways, Zeke was nice enough to pour blinds for us right now, and... I don't know what we have here. All we have to do is kind of go through here. We're going to do this a little differently than how we typically do stuff. So what I want you to do is Zeke and I are going to talk for a little bit. You guys start drinking. We're going to try the left one and the right one. Okay. You guys tell us what you like better, and I'll tell you what I like better because uh-huh. I don't know what they are. Then we're going to talk about these a little bit, but just drink because I know we're all on the time frame. So, so you, you basically all- just want us to take the two and... Just see which Just one you like better. Which one we like better. Yeah. You can, you can right. take notes on them. You can do like plus and minus comparing. Really, whatever you want to do, freestyle. All right. All right. There, there's no right or wrong, and John and I are rarely right to begin with, so shit. And we'll talk about them in a little more detail after we know what they actually are, but before we start talking about the notes that we get on it, we at least want to say, okay, which one do we like better? Because then that we know is completely unbiased. And then when you find out what these are... Then we can got to go through notes a little bit more. And then what we like to do is after we we say what it is, then we can talk about the, the actual tasting notes because we find the listeners. And, and we were telling you kind of how we changed around doing things before, but the listeners like to know what the whiskey is mm. before we start talking about the tasting notes mm. because then they would say, we used to do tasting notes first and then the reveal. And they would come back and go, 
you talked about A for 15 minutes and then you talked about B for 15 minutes and C for 15 minutes. And then I had to go back and listen to them again once I actually knew what they were. That makes sense. So yeah. we, we flipped it around a little bit. So we, we like to get the initial opinion out there first so that people know there's no bias and then we move on. Fair enough. Yeah. What do you think, Z? We're letting them drink for a second. Yeah. While they pour, I'll throw up a topic I think we've discussed at least once or twice, but it bewilders me how, for the most part, consistently good Knob Creek picks are, yet just the regular shelf small batch, to me, is just off-putting. Too much heat, not enough flavor, but, I mean, clearly they have plenty of bottles. I just don't understand why that keeps occurring. I don't know. What do you think about the new look of the Knob Creek bottle? Oh, they're sleek, man. They went from, um, I don't know, like a very basic to, that's an eye catcher. They got some you know nice color, a little pizzazz to it. I love the way they're putting all the information on everything now. Everything's printed. Ideally, you don't have to worry about, you know, somebody forgetting to put the, you know, pick plates on there or that getting mixed up or lost and having to wonder if you really got the right thing or not. So it's, uh, I think they're moving in the right direction other than the supposed price hike that's coming. There's going to be a price hike? Sword on the street. I, I did hear that as well. I was wanting you to tell more about it so I could drink. Oh, well, I really don't remember what it is. I just know it's a hike. I mean, <laughs> no, nobody's going down these days. I think it's going to end up being like 65 bucks. Shoo. 60 or 65 bucks because they're at 49.99 now so they're going up 10 bucks so see that's the other like double-edged sword of this as much as i feel like picks are always consistently for the most part very noticeably better than just shelf small batch at the same time i think very few of them get far enough above baseline to where they're you know bottles you're gonna hoard or you know randomly pour or save for when friends come over in blinds and stuff like Crack it, enjoy it, mow it on down over course of time, and then when you throw it away, there's not too much wincing or uh, other things. I feel like with that, it makes the price kick even higher because it's, it's not those you know picks you covet. Those you know your buddies hit you up. Hey, did a KC pick? You want one? Yeah, I got the money. I'll take it. Or you know, if you don't, you don't. But it, it's never that. Oh, let me let me sell something so I can make sure I can make you know get this KC pick. Totally agree. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how the market responds. I know with the. Uh, when they first tried to bump up bookers, that didn't go too well. I think now they've slowly almost gotten up with the price they originally said they were going to that everybody got fired up about. And I think everyone just took it for what it is now. Wow. And then, you know, Baker's is going up and the whole line. And I mean, hopefully the fire doesn't increase the price of things. No, the fire. <laughs> so I was, I was talking to some people that worked there. The fire was actually in a young warehouse so the stuff was laid in the fall of 18 and it was all stuff that they would mix with liqueurs what liqueurs does bean make i don't know oh you didn't ask i don't know whatever scissor they have i don't i don't know what scissors they have i would ask that question he said liqueurs i know the i mean i guess we could look it up it's anything beam suntory it could be a whole variety of things that might not be under the beam label it could be under <laughs> another one of the umbrella. It's a wide umbrella. You never know. Could be going to Japan. So you guys have been sipping on this. What What yeah. are your initial thoughts so far? You want me to tell you which one I like better first? Yeah, go ahead. I like A better. Okay. What about you, D? I've got A too. Yeah. By far to me. A's left, correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I, I have A as well. It's got a whole lot of like buttery feel at the front. 
And then it, it finishes with a nice little spice, I thought. But then you put a little bit of water in it and almost all the spice goes away. And it's just, man, it's good. I like A. And the nose to me in A is far better. Oh, way better. Far better. I had said the the nose for A was fruity for and bolder mm-hmm. than B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd and I, I think the taste for B, and all I did was write down differentiators for this one right mm-hmm. now because we, we don't know what they are yet. But I said B is for banana. I got a huge banana taste on B, and I just didn't like yeah. it as much as the, the fruitiness of A. What's the uh, what's the one the se- what's the second one we had on the sh- our show that you were on? Uh, Jack Daniels, yeah, where I actually feel like a jackass because I haven't had Jack Daniels straight up in a very long time, and I go, was that the one where we were like it tastes like burned bananas? Uh, no, I'm sorry, that was the episode before before yours. There was a, was something we had that was like Man, this tastes like grilled bananas. Yeah, I said to and you, that's what I got off of this one. It's funny though because bananas are typically a, a profile trait of Brown Foreman. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. would be Jack Daniels, Old Forester, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But seventeen ninety two gets real banana y. Yeah, some yeah. seventeen ninety two. Bald and Bond definitely did that. Hundred yeah. proof point. Mm-hmm. But it it's funny because I still feel like a jackass. I was telling Zeke this I, I, after I did your show. I said, "Can you believe it?" It's like I had Jack Daniels neat for the first time, and I think we probably, all did that. Yeah, day. that was the first time we all had it for decades no, and i years. just leaned over to you and i said jp and i said i think this is wine finished is this wine finished <laughs> uh, you didn't get that specific you just said is it finished so yeah yeah you can cut yourself a little bit of a break i mean i felt like it was finished in something it was it was there was something in there that was very sweet and just kind of off i was like oh it's jack daniels i this isn't with coke i'm not used to this yeah <laughs> This well. this is very similar to one we just had on the show, and that that it, that's what I tasted. I tasted that, but this time it tasted burned, like it tasted like a burned banana. So Zeke's about to reveal. This would be A. <laughs> okay, that's why we like that would, A. That, that's it. Which no. is 2018 George T. Stagg. Okay, I wrote down on mine a Buffalo Trace product. So at a uh, at 124.9, which is somewhat low for a GPS, yeah. but what was a B? Behind door number two. Oh, look at that. Oh. Is a Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof picked by the Milwaukee Bourbon Society. Now, this how'd you even get that one? I got friends. In low places? Well, actually, these are up north. So I always think that it's higher yeah. just because it's yeah. north. It's Milwaukee. It's on the top bunk. They're but brewers. this is the uh, the Angry Wives picked. I've enjoyed a lot of JDBP lately. I should also tell you guys something. Zeke had a theory. And he keeps posting this hashtag with Jack Daniels Barrel Proof, and and he keeps hashtagging better than GTS. So this has been something that he's had brewing, and we just kind of shut him down. But I know he's going to go to everybody he knows and just says the three of us have broken palates. I mean, it's okay. There's more to it than just, you know, the actual simple one tasting of things. You know, you got to look at price, availability. Can you find them? I mean, there is literally no secondary markup for That's any true. Jack Daniels barrel proof. He, that, yeah. that is a good point. And, and half the time, can... the store that get them, they don't sell. And honestly, if you really look at the numbers, I'm pretty sure, especially by the end of this year, it will be the rarest pick in the game. There'll be more Willet picks than JD barrel proof picks. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And and I would say that <laughs> getting a barrel proof JD has enough single barrels out there mm-hmm. and. They have the single barrel select, but to have a barrel proof single barrel select, it's very rare that you actually get one of those from JD. Yeah, I mean that one that I did with Prov back at the beginning of the year, 
was the second one I knew of. And he said that he got the pick for, I think, a three or four state radius. Wow. Man. So, I mean, there's, wow. there's not a ton out there. I think that's, if nothing else, why the majority of people have never had it or experienced it. Yeah. You know, like you guys, your initial response, oh, J.D., yeah, I've had that 94 proof. Barrel proof doesn't excite me, but. I think it's an 80 proof. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So that would be my, my thoughts, and obviously we can go through the tastings in order. But from what you remember of you know when you did the show with John and that lower proof JD, it, it, I'd at least like to hear off memory how, how drastic of a difference it, it may or may not be. It's a huge difference. <laughs> it's a massive difference. Everything about it's a massive difference. It is. I can't remember though well enough. I would probably choose this over just the oh, obviously yeah. just if I was doing it blind. Yeah. Only but, because. I may not I may not be a huge fan of this taste profile, but if I had to do the two of them together, that's just so much more complex than just your standard Jack is, and it yeah. I love all the flavor. Well, but it's banana a, as a side to a boring bourbon or whiskey. This one almost is like a green banana. Not a grilled banana, but it's that banana that's not all the way ripe. It's like a plantain. Yeah, mm, there you go. It's more like a plantain, but then there's also some, some dark fruit. Is it getting in too there. pretentious? Has everybody had a plantain before? Yeah, I oh, love some plantains. <laughs> no, you got to put some plantains with ice cream sometimes. Heat it up. Bananas too. Heat them up. Throw some ice cream on it. It's good times. I like my plantains with like some jerk chicken and some rice. That works too. It's very Caribbean of you. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will say we had we had the Jack Barrel Jack Barrel Jack Daniel's single barrel on our show. And we all loved it. Yes, we did. Blind. Yeah. But we've never had the barrel proof. But this one almost has a little bit of dark fruit in there with it. So it's like that that green banana plantain type thing. But then there's almost a little bit of dark cherry in there with it. I think I it's a, a nice contrast. I get a little bit of cherry on the end of it, yeah. Definitely, uh, if you took everything in runts, I guess yeah. kind of applied like a um, college theme of like jello shots or you know, something ever clear, but like... Mixed high proof alcohol with the runt profile and all oh, the no, different little fruits in there for sure. <laughs> not, not even banana runts, but the other flavors in there too. I can't comment to candy. I've just never been a candy person. So, well, that's why you're skinny and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Zeke can speak in my language now, though, because you get those banana runts and then you get the cherry runts and like, oh yeah, all the other little ones in there and have a little just alcohol punch to it <laughs> you know what the funny thing is is i love bananas but i would always throw away my banana runts it's too much fake banana yeah i have a similar thing so you're saying that. it's not appealing yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. but i like this i like this that i <laughs> gotta get the D-Rock joke dad jokes Swiss cake rolls, same thing. Like I love everything else Little Debbie makes probably, but Swiss cake rolls. Oh, those Man, are my favorite. I love those. Some, something oh, no, about no. the amount of sweet and like fake sugar in it. We might have to it's take just, this outside and find about this because Honestly, Swiss I, cake rolls I, I can't handle them. It's over the top of too much like light fake sugar. Uh, what about Christmas tree cakes? Yep. You like those? Anything Little Debbie right. makes, I can eat just but can't Swiss cake rolls. Mm. I love the strawberry shortcake rolls. That, that's my jam. But you're you're your just going to love one, John? I love two. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Three. That's it. <laughs> there was a guy who used to have a joke. What's John's favorite type of pizza? And I go, you know, someone would say, I don't know. And he goes, two pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Zeke. I waited right for Zeke to be sipping on that tree. D-Rock, what do you think about this one? The, the uh, B? I, I actually thought it was peanut butter. That's what I was getting off of it. And I could be wrong, and maybe the no, banana. I can see that. Like maybe it's a banana with peanut butter. 
And I thought I about that. that. I was like, it kind of tastes a, a little bit nutty. Um, but uh, no, I think that's a hundred percent fair. Yeah. I think with, with some of that, I think that's a hundred percent fair to, to throw some nuts in there. I think there's, you know, there's definitely more to it than obviously the, the standard, you know, Twenty dollar, whatever it is, bottle of right. Jack. Yeah. It, oh, it yeah. has that one signature note. Yep. You know that's the note, and that's the only note. Whereas yep. right. this is like, yeah, you can probably dissect it and and find that flavor, but then also there's just a whole, you know, I guess room full of things going on. Do with we it know well. how old this is? Uh, yes. This was bottled on 12, 14, 18, and almost all these are less than six years. Okay. Wow. And what's the proof on this one? One thirty-five point seven. Man, I did think it had a lot of mouth heat, but there wasn't much of a hug on this to me. No, no, it, it drinks. I mean, it's hot, but yeah, it doesn't yeah. burn. I would right. not have guessed it was that. No, high. I wouldn't either. I was thinking, I was like, oh, this is one hundred and five. Yeah. yeah, but not. It's no, like putting. Yeah, it, it's surprising. It is sneaky. It is. It's like putting a little bit of sriracha on there, but not too much. Yeah, right. Zeke, do we know why it was called the Angry Wives pick? Did you ever ask? I mean, I just assumed whatever guys went and picked it, their wives were probably angry about it. Probably. Pe- Peasley told me the story, and all honestly, I forgot. I mean, he told it when we were up there drinking with Daryl, checking the Four Roses barrel, but they were passing bottles, and it was pay attention to what bottles coming around or listen to this story. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I, Charlie Brown's mom kicked in over here to the right, and then I look at Karen, and I'm like, yes, I'll try that one too, and that one, and that one, please, thanks. It was like, uh, so these two guys just like drove down to Tennessee, and- their wives just thought they were going down the street. They drove all the way down Tennessee and they called their wives and they said, sorry, we just got called by God to go do a Jack Daniels barrel pick. Yeah. And they said, well, when are you going to be home? I mean, we live in Milwaukee and they go, I don't know. I mean, it's going to take us like three days to drive back. (laughs) So they were very angry. I mean, they, they said day for the pick, three days to drive back. I mean, I think we'll probably see you in a week. And then wives were pissed. Yeah. Uh, that's completely well with ours either. Completely valid story. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That's at least what I. Yeah. Legend has it. Let's oh, just go with that. Well, yeah. Go. I like that. Yeah. Sounds good enough to me. So let's we'll, talk about a. Yeah. Let's talk about that George C. Stag a little bit. Because you guys had that before? Or no, I didn't. I didn't know. I just. I have not had the 2018. I've had oh, that I haven't had 2018 either. No. I've had whatever you have at your house. I've got William Larue, so I don't have. Oh, George that's C. the Larue. Yeah. That's right. So maybe I haven't had it. Okay. The truth comes out. The blue collar bourbon boys are. Horden William Lure Weller. We, we've got some nice we've got a couple stashed. things, I'm but just, <laughs> you know. we blow paychecks on things every now and then. Yes, every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> this one, I think that the nose, it's still just one of those things that I know when we talked about this before, Zeke, you're like, there's no way you're not going to know which one the stag is when you, when you do this. Because I mean, one of these is fruity in one kind of way, and then one is banana fruit. Yeah, one, one, one's tropical and one's dark. Yeah. Cherry, raspberry, chocolate—yeah, you know that that whole desserty profile kind of realm. Whereas, I think the Jack meanders a little bit more. If and I remember I was, right, didn't they say this was a younger stag? Because we were there at Trace last week. Eighteen, yeah. I, I think it was you mentioned fifteen years. I was trying to think what he had told us. It's still. I mean, it's still old. Like, oh it's yeah, over it's, ten years. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. He just said there was a lower proof, and it was. I remember what he had told us. But for those of you that know me, all I need every year allocation-wise, don't care if I get Pappy, don't care if I, if I get one bottle of George C. Stag every year, I'm a happy guy. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of the way I feel about things. So 
it's very obvious to me which one I'm going to like more. I mean, I think from a value play, if if you can't get it retail and you're going secondary, it's a no-brainer that Jack Daniels yeah. is the value play. At, and at 60 bucks, it's where you want to be more. I think the George C. Stagg lowest I've seen it on secondary lately is 450. Good. Uh, maybe uh, four. Four four fifty. I mean, some of the twenty eighteens were going for three seventy five for a while, and then it didn't. I think really. now it's been long enough to where plenty got cracked, and the market's not as flooded as it is, you know, in January. Yeah, it's always this time of the year where prices go up a little bit before the the releases come out in the fall, and and uh, because people have kind of gone through the ones they had last year, and whoever was holding on to them might make it extra twenty five fifty bucks, but. I'm a big, big George C. Stagg fan. Mm-hmm. Love it. I just think it's a, a bold drinker that goes down easy. That's what I love about it. But like Stormy Daniels. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Not Warren. Yeah. Can I just say, I, I don't really find her attractive. <laughs> well, George T. Stagg can help that. <laughs> there's that. But I, I there's just movie magic. Anything 30 minutes or less, I don't consider a movie. What do you consider it well, to be a like a short film? <laughs> oh, what do they call those things? Not a skin, not a skin flick. It's something. What was the? There's like an old word for it. Like Skinamax? No, there was a porn. That, that's more modern day. There's something. <laughs> there's something like our parents would call it. It's not a skin flick, but it's nudie flicks. Else. Oh, shit, I'll try I to think know. of it. Our parents went down and put five cents in the little nickel thing, and and the little curtains open, and, and the curtains opened. It was a flip book. Yep. And they Wait, watched. How old it. are your parents? <laughs> I don't think mine are that old. No, yeah. no. <laughs> a flip book. Jesus. So I think George C. Stagg is a lot more attractive than Stormy Daniels. But continue. Who was continuing? I don't yeah. know. Zeke oh. was saying something. This is where, this is where John tries to punt. And everybody's like, what? There, there was nothing to punt. Well, <laughs> Unless you were out of words and just want to. <laughs> words are hard. So let's talk about George C. Stagg a little bit more before we actually close this out. Uh, I'm I'm a huge Buffalo Trace fan. So I knew as soon as I tasted I didn't know as soon as I tasted it was Buffalo Trace product like D-Rock did. But uh, I knew this was the winner. It was good. It's very good. I mean, right away, I felt I knew it was a higher proof, of course, like everybody else. Easy. I did put Buffalo Trace in a question mark for antique collection. So that was look at you. Yeah, I thought it was weedy though, so I was wrong on that. But uh, I'm trying to think. I thought it was. I thought it was a little bit sweeter. So mm-hmm. what? Uh, what mash bill is Stag? Two, I think, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a two or one, John. It's a one. I'm honestly off yeah. with those things. Like, so it's two. A, two is going to be your ETL, your Rock Hill Farms, your yeah. Blanton. So, yeah. okay. so Stag is Mashville number one. Assuming they keep that consistent since they move around everything else these days. Exactly. Although we have found some Eagle Rares that are Mashville number two. Well, there's Eagle Rares and Blanton's picks that have been flips. And Buffalo Trace even go on the record of saying... They, we don't automatically designate one to this line or the right. other. They just we told us taste that. it, and based on the profile, then we position it to where we think it would fit the profile. Yep. Which messes up all those people that make all those trees. You know, when when they have the bourbon tree and they have yeah. all the mm-hmm. different mash bills, yeah. and they well, try yeah. to tell you what you goes where. Really want to get deep into it. The trees are probably what caused that, since that's where the majority of the profile comes from. So then that's what's creating the mingling and the you know overlapping flavors. That too. Trees. 65% of the taste comes from the barrel. But I was saying like the tree, like they make a 
Somebody made I knew where you were going, John. I did. Yeah. I, I got that now. He's trying to branch out. <laughs> Man. Oh God. Clearly, somebody should have cut him down. This is yeah. what we deal with every week. We if you do rock jokes, if you do one more of those, I think he was really oh, he, he was rooted in. Uh, he's got plenty of them. So we'll leave that one. <laughs> so you guys, when I was when I was over at your show, you had said that you really wanted to try that Four Roses Small Batch Select. Yes. And it was something you hadn't had yet. Mm-hmm. So I said, when you come over and hang out with us, I'm going to make sure it's something that you have. So for you guys, I poured the Four Roses Small Batch Select. They're getting it much better than a fresh crack. They are getting it much better than a fresh crack. So you guys go ahead and have this. Tell me what you think. Okay. I know you guys typically like cheers and stuff before you drink. (laughs) So cheers. Cheers. I just look at John and and flip him a bird. (laughs) Our other gestures are, you know, mouth certain things. Hopefully you like it. I won't, you know, put words in your mouth, but having some air in case anybody listening, uh, you know, missed our one or two shows on this earlier. It did tremendous things. I had it uh, fresh cracked, you know, three or four times. Just like I kept testing myself because back in the summer, my allergies were bad. And I was just like, this is, it smells pretty good for initially tastes pretty good. But then I had just a lot of bite in the back that I couldn't get past. Uh, and then the second time we had it, we still had a media sample that we ended up not cracking because a friend of ours got us a bottle. So we had, literally had the fresh cracked media sample side by side with. Well, the- before we even got the friend's bottle, I went up to Kentucky and got one up at the gift shop too. So we ended up getting two bottles. We lucked out. Well, I don't get the either, bite at the end. Either either way, so when we had even the media sample that was fresh cracked versus the two monthish open bottle oh day and night really difference mm. day and night um honestly i was like i know these are the same things but day and night taste... is in better oh yeah I mean, yeah the, the the airtime completely wiped out that back on the the bite on the back end yeah because i don't get it on this one i mean i've seen stuff open up and you know you hear plenty of folks say like yeah give a little air it'll come around that's got to be one of the most noticeable ones at least for me and the you know how i pick up on the palate this stuff yeah it it changed so much it, it went from i would not recommend buying this if someone <laughs> pours it for you try it to ah, they didn't know what they were doing when they uh they, they put this thing together and it's one of those things where i think a lot of the the four roses lately have been that way like the 130th was that way zeke and i had it open for an hour and it took us an hour just to get anything on the nose. Oh, really? I think a lot of the, I'm not talking about like a Four Roses single barrel, but the Four Roses blends, I all think need a little bit of air mm-hmm. before you give them that accurate evaluation. You shouldn't have it fresh crack and be like, buy this or don't buy this yeah. because you're you're never going to get that initially. It's something that's going to develop over time. But sorry, we were talking. What we were giving you guys some time to sip and drink it. What do you guys think? It's really, it's good, first of all. But I get a lot of honey on the palate. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. And then you start talking about bite, but I didn't realize you were talking about after it had been opened. Yeah, no, no. Sorry. I, I, I tried to like yeah. slow that enough to where you'd already had at least a couple of taste in and, and develop enough an opinion to where at least if I said it and you didn't get it, which I thought you would, you'd be like, what the hell is this done I don't get the about? I don't get the bite because <laughs> obviously it's been open for a little bit. Yeah. But- I don't, not a huge fan of the end of it. It's kind of, dr- it's kind of dry, but I like, I like the palate a lot. Yeah, I do it's too. Super, it's got a lot of honey to me. Yeah, it's definitely not much of a hug. 
No. Like it's not it's non-existent. What's the proof on it? 103, I think. Okay. Yeah. Have you AB'd this with a regular small batch? We haven't had them side by side. Obviously, you kind of have our thoughts just knowing in memories. 104 proof. And whatever memory says. Um, and I guess I kind of align with what I've seen in a few other people's thoughts is at the price point for the amount of flavor that the original small batch gives you, this one doesn't necessarily kick it up that proportionately step it up enough. Mm-hmm. and at the same time kind of in the you know to even push that an increment further on your price most single barrels depending on you know who picks them and how you feel about their palate yeah they're almost worth that extra you know five to ten bucks so it, it kind of falls in a weird spot for me as far as like you know grant the picks aren't always available but somebody i knows and, and had good picks in the past I'm probably going to drop, you know, 10 more for that. And at the same time, if I'm looking for more of the daily drinker side of thing or, you know, just something you're not as conservative with, I think the original small batch still offers plenty enough meat on the bone. Shit, even yellow label for me plenty of times does pretty good. To where it... it, For a lot cheaper. I'm not knocking them for where they priced it, but I just say as a consumer, it kind of makes it hard to, to find where that falls in you know yeah. my cascade of mm-hmm. when am I going to grab that one as opposed to left or right of it right what is the retail on this it's actually gift shop I think it was 55 50, okay. 55 in the gift shop but what do you guys think are, are you uh, buying this or are you having it at a bar or are you saying nah don't worry about it personally I like it but I'm not sure if I'm spending 55 on it <sighs> I think I agree with you like I, I was able to pick a a cast strength mm-hmm. single barrel four roses and it was about 15, 20 bucks more. I'm like, yeah, kind of, it's the, tough. It, it's so, so, the, so much yeah. more oomph in a good There is, there is. There and is. at the same time, you know, you're going to enjoy regular small batch or yellow label and have yeah. 10 or 15 more in your pocket. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know that I would buy it. You're not a fan. It's okay. Just no. say it. You're not even a bar it. I might bar it. You, I might bar it. I might I might bar it in certain situations. It depends on what the situation that's is. That's like a girl in high school that was like, Yeah, John, I might go out with you. And like she it might. No, it wasn't. She might happen. go out for a free dinner. I was gonna say yeah, this if is nobody else asks, different. Yeah. Because I, I believe I, mean, I, could, I believe the mite to my left, not the mite across from me. <laughs> I can yeah. turn his mite into the same situation if he wants me to. <laughs> well but, but we all have those moments where you're, when you're at a bar and you look at something and especially depending on Here's how my much, situation I would say I would bar it. If I was in a bar and I hadn't had it and saw now, the bottle. But now you've had it. Now so that I've had it, I know it. I wouldn't. Or I wouldn't. also, depending on how much is on the bar, and you, know, if you do or don't like it, and you're like, well, well that is I true. only had this once. I'd had some other stuff ahead of it. Yep. It's at a reasonable and if it's surrounded price. By, if it's surrounded by a whole bunch of other crappy stuff. If it, it's a reasonable price, let me give this one more whirl and just test myself. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think I, the I price see at a bar might be 15 Never you know. think? It's if a, it's over 15 a pour, I wouldn't get it. Yeah, exactly. You walk into a bar and this is 10 or $12, i would I'd bar it. Yeah, yeah, I would too. But I'm not buying the bottle at 55. That's fair. Anyways, uh, we really appreciate you guys coming on the show. I know everybody's kind of turning into a pumpkin. So yeah. I, I am going to wrap this up. We do have <laughs> day jobs tomorrow and things to do. But uh, tell the folks where they can find the Blue Collar Bourbon Show. Yeah, absolutely. We are on every single social channel mm-hmm. at the Blue Collar. No, I'm sorry, at Blue Collar Bourbon. Uh, we're on Twitter 
at Bourbon Show, and we are online at thebluecollarbourbon.com. And I would encourage people to check them out and and listen to them. They're a good time. Very similar-minded as us, so we appreciate having you guys here. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Yeah. Come back. Doors always open. And you can go ahead and find Zeke and I on Dad's Drinking Bourbon on Instagram, Dad's Drinking Bourbon on Facebook, Bourbon Dads on Twitter. Please find us on your favorite podcast app. Leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews to any whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.